You are listening to Guide to WorkingAtHome.com podcast. Stay tuned. It's Rita back again from Guide to Working at Home.com, our second episode of the podcast tonight. And I am super excited to share some more tips with you about making your process a little bit more simple when you look for flexible remote opportunities. So let's go ahead and get started. So, what I like to do when I talk to different people about their process and how to improve their process for looking for these type of opportunities, I like to give them easy steps that I followed and how I have helped other people look for different opportunities that are remote friendly, work from home, or flexible independent contract work, uh, employee status type positions. So let's go ahead and get started and talk about these tips. Most people think that you can just jump right into the process of looking for um, opportunities such as work from home, remote, freelance, and things of that nature. However, I encourage you to do some steps beforehand before you jump into this process because it's important that you know what you're looking for and that you put your best foot forward. So let's go ahead and get started. The first thing that I tell people to do when they're looking for these type of opportunities is to first do some self-evaluation. And so what I mean by that is let's look at the definition of flexible work, a remote work. Now, you and I might have different perceptions of what is flexible and what is remote for us. For example, I might want to stay home, right? Or you may want to be able to work anywhere that you can connect to Wi-Fi. It's important that you know this because different types of positions will require different things. For example, if you take a position where you're going to be talking to a lot of people every day on the phone, the employer provides you with the phone that's hooked into your router, and you know you're going to be answering calls 60% of your day, your day at home. Well, if you're looking for a position that allows you to work anywhere, such as a coffee shop or a library, this may not be the best fit for you, right? So it's important that we do some self-evaluation and we think about these type of opportunities and what we classify as remote, flexible for our lifestyle. The second thing you want to think about is what type of job function do you want? Are you into customer service, sales? What about education? There's a lot of online teaching positions. Uh, There's tutoring positions. What about nursing? 
right? Uh, there's a lot of opportunities for health professionals to do things remotely. What about insurance? So you need to do some self-evaluation, look at what you're interested in. What are your skill sets? What can you bring to the table? What do you need to brush up on? All right, you want a certain position. Well, do you have the skills to do that job? Or do you need to brush up on them? Or do you need to learn more skills? And then what skills are transferable from your past employer? And how can you relate that to the new job that you're seeking? You need to know this information before you apply because if you can't communicate this in your your documents, such as your resume, your cover letter, interview, you're not going to get the job. So you need to know exactly how your skills will line up to the positions you want to work from. Another thing that you need to think about is, well, how, how often do you want to work? Are you looking for part-time? Are you okay with working your, your in-office type job and you want something when you come home, you can earn a few extra bucks? Do you want to transition to full-time? Are you okay with seasonal? Things of that nature. So how much do you want to work is something that you have to think about. Are you open? Are you flexible? Things of that nature. That's going to help you figure out what type of jobs that you're interested in or you just need to, you know, skip by and look for something else when you see these type of jobs. So you have to narrow that down. Another thing that you have to think about is whether you want to be an employee, W-2 employee, or are you okay with independent contract work? I will tell you that uh, when I first got into remote work and working from home, there was a lot of independent type contractor type work. It wasn't a lot of employers who were willing to bring people on as employees at the time. Times have changed. You do have your fair amount of positions where employer will definitely bring you on as an employee with full employee benefits and things of that nature. So you have to do some self-evaluation about what status you want. Are you open? Are you flexible? You know, if it's the right opportunity, would you be okay with the independent contractor type role? So you definitely have to take that into consideration. And then all the things that that impacts, taxes, how much you're going to make, um, whether you, whether the company will supply you with equipment or do you have to purchase your own equipment. So you have to definitely think about this before you get into the process. The next thing you want to think about is financial goals. What do you want to make, right? And then how does that relate to the jobs that you're applying to? Is that possible? So is it realistic? Is another question that I tell my clients to consider. You have to, we all want to make a lot of money, but then we have to be realistic. What are we applying for, you know, an admin position, but we want to make $80,000 a year. So you have to put the two together and figure out your skill base, the job that you're applying for, and is it realistic or not. And then we talked about this a little bit, but I want to hone in on it too. Um, You need to, especially if you're working for a a employer outside of the home right now, or if you're going into an office, um, you need to look at a couple of things. Do you need to replace your current income? 
Are you willing, uh, or do you need to supplement your income? Things of that nature. And so, and if it is your dream position, maybe sometimes uh, to get into the role that we want, um, it may not pay as much as the position that we're in currently. So you have to look at whether you can afford the, the pay that it's offered and that you negotiate it when you, when you apply for the position and you go through the interview process. This next one was really huge for me, and I'm pretty sure it'll be huge for a lot of people who are listening to this podcast right now. And that question is, will you be happy with one type of work, one job, or do you need a variety in your role, in your job? For example, for myself, it is very hard for me to do something over the same job over and over and over again. I like variety. I like to wear more than one hat. And what I found, um, I've been working remotely since 2011, is that with this type of work, um, you do have the avail- you do have the ability to find uh, a job where you can do the same tasks over and over and over again. And I've had some independent contract that were like that, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't my preference. I got it done. I did well. Um, but I do like those positions where you your brain is always thinking and it's always something new and you, you really have to process things and it makes it more rewarding for me. And so you have to look at your own situation and, and who you are and what you prefer. Some people are not like that. They, they want something that they can, it's the same thing every single day, right? They come in, it's one set job, and you do it over and over and over again, and you're perfective, which is cool. You just perfect it, right? And then, um, or you have a job where there's a lot of variety, and you get to wear different hats, and you get to see different things. And what I, what I found... In my experience in working um, from home as an employee and then um, also as doing independent contract work and working with different clients is that a lot of times with smaller businesses, you get the opportunity to see a lot of things. You get this opportunity to wear many hats a lot of times. And then um, if you go with a more established, bigger company, you know, they have their designated roles, right? They have their positions and everybody sticks to what they're doing and that's it. So you have to make sure that you consider that too when you're applying for different positions. And then I prefer, I would want you to look at your home office setup if you have one. Um, if you're going to be on the go, is your laptop equipped to be able to handle the work that you're applying for? Um, in some cases, if you are applying for a position where the company would bring you on as an employee, um, sometimes they'll offer to get your equipment for you or give you uh, a certain amount, like $1,000 towards your equipment or $2,000 toward your equipment. And if you do have to get your equipment on your own, can it be reasonably attained? So you have to think about that, too. Also, what I want you to think about is um, home-based businesses, work from home, remote. What are you interested in? Um, So a lot of us have the entrepreneurship type background or um, we're interested in it. So there's, of course, opportunities where we can start businesses. And whether you're a crafter, um, whether you, um, like me, have coached people and you can bring in clients and build income that way, there's many different ways that you can bring in income 
and still have that flexibility and that freedom um, to do what you need to do. So that is definitely the first segment. I want to talk about a few other things before we wrap up this podcast. The second part is avoiding scams. When you start to look for remote opportunities, you open yourself up to being vulnerable to different types of scams. And you want to make sure that you do your research on any position before you submit your your information to it. Um, And there's many ways you can research companies. And here is my suggestion. And I know some people may say, oh, well, you know, some employers may not want their information on the job position, but this is me. This is what I do. If I can't research you, I'm not submitting my resume. So those blind jobs that you find on Craigslist, they're just not for me. And I mean, you might consider applying for them. That's totally your way. If you want to do that, more power to you. But for me, um, the the only way that I can prepare, properly prepare for uh, an application is for me to know who I'm applying to. I need to know the company's name so that I can research them, try to figure out what their company culture or who's working for them, Um, what are clients or customers saying about this company what are past employees saying about this this particular company that's the only way I can feel good about applying for an opportunity so if you do have a position that you're applying to where you can research a company do so and google them look for press releases on what they're doing um, today look at linkedin who has worked for this company look at their company profile on linkedin see what they're saying what are they into what are what are they doing to give back to the community all this stuff is so important and so huge and it's going to really prepare you to write the cover letter and really prepare you to go into this interview and just really rock it so keep those in mind I also suggest going to Glassdoor, glassdoor glassdoor.com, and looking at reviews. What are past employees saying about this particular company, right? You just want to make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. And you also, look, these employers are going to be interviewing you, right, if you're successful with submitting your documents. Heck, we need to interview them, too. We need to make sure it's going to be a fit for us. So I stress that this is so important to the process. Please do not overlook it. So what you want to look for is reviews. What are people saying? And, of course, you're going to have some people who maybe, um, you know, maybe they were let go for a performance issue. But overall, what you want to look for is the comments. What are the majority of the people saying? Um, Do they, one thing that I really look for is, do people approve the CEO? CEO? And you can find that out on Glassdoor. It's so huge to know that because um, if the CEO sets the tone for the whole organization. So if most of the employees think that the CEO can't really run the business, ooh, it's just not going to be a good thing. <laughs> so you need to do your research. Better business, better business real. Research them on there. What are people saying? If they have a Facebook page, which more than likely they do, Go out there and look at the comments. What are customers saying? You know, we spend all this time researching the company and then looking at, you know, their background and what employees have to say, which is great. But you know what another great indicator of a company is, is what their their customers have to say. 
So definitely keep that in mind. You want to avoid anything that's going to talk about getting rich quickly. Most likely a scam. Don't waste your time. Um, Be wary of people that want you to pay up front for a large sum or whatnot. Um, There are some legitimate companies that will require you to do a background check and you have to pay for it or provide your own equipment. And background checks are generally like $50. So you just what you have to do is just make sure uh, that these positions are legit before you apply for them. And more, most likely, if it's a background check, you're probably applying for like a, a call center position. There's a lot of little small companies that go through Arise, and they do require that you pay for your own background check. And then uh, and there's other call center positions like that. And then you also want to make sure you understand the difference between a job and a business opportunity. Um, If you're looking at something as a direct sales opportunity, something like Avon, your uniques of the world, um, your Chloe and Isabel, um, different ones like that. There's candle ones. There's other jewelry ones. There's tons of hundreds of them out there. Um, a, A lot of times they do require that you buy a kit to sell the business. More than likely in the kit, it comes with some type of samples, something that you can display, and you can show p- uh, potential customers and people who, who want to work the business to. That's perfectly normal. So you need to know the difference between a business opportunity, direct sales, or a job. So after just doing the initial preparation for uh, looking for opportunities and knowing the different ways that you can apply for opportunities and what you need to be looking for, you want to find legitimate companies that meet the criteria that you're looking for and you want to apply after you've done your research about them. So that means that you have to make sure your documents, your resume, your cover letter are properly prepared. And you have to make sure that you're ready for an interview as they arise. And now we're going to do um, more podcasts on preparing these documents and then the whole interview process because the interview process is a bit different. Um, You're going to run into the similar questions as you would an in-person interview. But if you haven't interviewed over a camera, it could be a little bit challenging, not really challenging, but just a bit more. You have to just get used to it. It's just different. <laughs> you need to know where to look and things of that nature, how to emphasize your voice, how to show your enthusiasm. It's a whole different ball game than interviewing in, per- in person. So we'll talk about that, too. We'll talk about questions. We'll talk about preparing. We'll talk about uh, making sure your equipment is ready to go for an interview. All of these things are so important, and they set the tone for you. And making sure, and and one thing, too, you being able to make sure your technology is ready for an interview will show the employer, if you're working remotely, how you'll be able to uh, make sure your technology is ready for work. So most people, many people don't think about that, but a lot of employers relate the two. So we'll talk about your technology, testing it before you have a in-person, or excuse me, not in-person interview, a cam interview, a camera interview, phone interview, things of that nature. And then I want to talk about the right mindset. 
making sure that you have the right mindset is so important. This is a huge thing that employers look for when they look for remote workers, independent contract, um, if they're bringing a freelancer on board, um, if they're bringing a permanent employee on board, they're looking for mindset. And the thing about it, they can't be over your shoulder when you work remotely, right? So they need people who can jump in, get the job done, and be able to handle things, be able to be independent, so huge. And so you have to have that mindset when you go into the interview and you'll be tested on it. You'll be asked questions on it. You'll be asked questions on your technology and things of that nature. So, you know, if you think working at home is going to be a place, you know, where you can do laundry, watch TV and then get paid to do work, no, 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 no. We want we want you to have the right mindset. Have a dedicated workspace. When you're working, you're working. So we want you to have a realistic view of what it takes to work from home or work remotely and not even think about, you know, trying to not do it the correct way. We want you to make sure that although you're, if you do score one of these positions, it's lovely, but it is a job. And you need to have the right mindset in order to be productive in it, in order to continue to work in it. Um, you know, my team, all together, we have a combined 30 years experience of working remotely. I personally have been working remotely since um, 2011. And I have been um, doing, I still do independent contract work. I still work with clients. I, you know, we have the blog, GodToWorkingAtHome.com, where um, it's getting bigger and bigger all the time. And I have to manage relationships. I have to manage my team for the site. So it, it takes work. And, it, and the thing about it, but it's so rewarding once you get it done. And once you're successful in it, because you will never, ever want to go back to a traditional work environment. And I say this as a person who is very social. I was nervous about working from home for a while because I like the interaction and working with people and the social aspect of, you know, the traditional work environment. However, let me tell you. There is nothing like the flexibility of working from home and making sure that you're there for your family. If you have to take care of a sick family member or you, you want to be more involved with your kids and, and make sure you make every single game that they have and things of the nature. So it's nothing like it. We all have our different reasons for why we pursue remote work, work from home, freelance work whatever it is that you decide to do where it allows you to be flexible. We all have our reasons, and that's what makes it great. Um, I also want to say, I want to close this out with my final point, is that although it's it becomes a little bit more difficult to add the social aspect into working from home or working remotely. It doesn't have to be that way. And we will do a podcast on ways that you can be social and still work from home, work remotely from a coffee shop or whatever the case may be. I We will definitely touch on that because it's huge for me. But let me go over it briefly. So what I want you to do 
is to connect with other people who who do work remotely and you're doing that right now you're connecting with me you're listening to the broadcast hopefully you'll go to our site and subscribe and become um, one of our our members there so you can Get the information you need on how to be successful and how to be productive. You can also look for other resources of support and advice from working from home, working remotely, freelance work, independent contract type work, home-based businesses. Uh, There's different groups that where we can network and we can connect with other individuals who are already doing what we want to do and may have some helpful advice for us in our journey as we look for different opportunities. You can also email us um, or email me. My email will be on this broadcast in the description, or you can go to the website, guide to working at home.com and contact, contact us that way. And let us know what type of group you're looking for. Let's say you are a marketer, you're a marketing professional, and you're interested in looking for some remote opportunities and you want our advice on what groups to join, we'll be happy to help you. That ends today's broadcast. And I hopefully, I hope, hopefully, that you found some awesome tips on how to get started and um, making your, your chances of finding your dream flexible job opportunity more realistic And if you have any questions, if you want to hear other topics, please let me know. Um, You can always email me. You can always go to our site and you can contact us. Our site manager um, will be responding to the comments that come into the site. Or you can just email me directly. Thank you for listening today. And I hope that you tune in to the next podcast. Have a great day.